Welcome to Oh My Stars, a music astrology podcast. And we're here to draw connections between astrology and the music people love. I'm Amy. And I'm Stefan. And today we're welcoming to the podcast rising pop star Upsal. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so stoked. Of course. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, this is going to be fun. So, so I guess the reason why we were like, yes, we want her on the podcast is because we hear you have a Sagittarius themed EP or, or album coming out. Yeah, my EP is all about being a Sagittarius. So it's funny because going into all of this, like I've always been to into astrology and I've like related very heavily to being a Sag and to having my moon in Pisces. Like I'm always blaming all my issues on that. Mm-hmm. And so then going into this EP, when somebody brought up your podcast, I was like, this is so sick. I have to go on. Like, please reach out. So yeah, I'm very stoked to do this. Incredible. Um, and- when When did you get into astrology? I think it was honestly during like COVID my aunt for my birthday got me an astrology reading on zoom and I'd always been like yeah I'm such a Sag and related very hard to just like the fieriness of that sign um but then getting an actual like astrology reading I think that was when it all kind of like clicked for me and also it was funny like when I signed my record deal um, at Arista, like the day that I walked in to go meet with the president of the label for the first time, David Massey, I walked in the room and he was like, you're a Sagittarius. And I was like, word, like, <laughs> how did you know that? And then he like whipped out this book. Have you guys heard of this book? It's called the book of birthdays. And you can like literally pinpoint it down to like the date you were born. And it has a whole like write up on like, I was born on November 28th. So there's like a whole essay on like me as a person or whatever. And it was so on point And I was like, this shit is crazy. <laughs> so ever since then, I've just been really into it. Nice. I know I haven't heard of that book, but that sounds interesting. It's so sick. <laughs> yeah, it's a vibe. I'm actually a Sagittarius moon and I have my Mercury in Sagittarius because I'm a Scorpio. Um, Epic. <laughs> so do you have any um, like placements in Scorpio or in, um, I guess, Capricorn since they're the neighboring? I, I don't. I have, I mean, I'm not, I, I need to get more into like Jupiter in this or Mercury in this. I really just know like my big three, but um, I know some Scorpios. That's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> well, I'll also mention you said you have a Pisces moon. I have I'm Pisces sun. I relate hard to that sign. It's my only placement Sick. in Pisces, but I'm just like very emo at heart. So it's always kind of been, that's what brought me into it originally astrology was like whenever I would read the Pisces like horoscopes in the newspaper or magazines whatever I was like oh this always seems like very accurate so there's always something that like kind of interests me and then we actually started this podcast during the pandemic um as kind of like just a little pandemic project so I think both of us for a while had been into it but we really took it to the next step when we started this uh, a couple years ago so Oh, that's epic. It's funny. My, like, I didn't relate to the Pisces thing for a while, but my best friend in the whole world, she's a Pisces, like, through and through, like, emotional as fuck. And I started realizing, I was like, we're more similar than, like, I thought we were. And then I realized, I was like, oh, it's because deep down I really am, like, a, an emotional little bitch. And now <laughs> it makes so much sense. It's great. <laughs> um. I've actually read that. So I guess we should just say what her three signs are now since we've been talking about them. So we've got Sagittarius sun, Pisces moon mm-hmm. and Libra rising. Um, yes. But on Pisces moon, I was wondering, do you like ever feel like 
do you have like a strong intuition for things or feel like a little psychic maybe? I feel like I'm very much just like weirdly in tune with just, I feel like being a creative, you're very in tune with like your surroundings and very, very sensitive to energies. And so I think like I can always tell if like something is off with like somebody in my life, whether they're like actually telling me something's off or not. Like I think I just like pick up on energies really well, which is epic. But also at the same time, it gets me like sometimes when you're like overly sensitive to it and you're like a Pisces, like I'll be out and I'm like having a great time with friends or whatever. And I'm like, wait, someone's like energy's off. Are they like mad at me or are they mad at someone else? And then I'm like overthinking like the whole night. Um, and especially being like an artist or like being on tour, like I have a crew and like a band that I'm working with all the time. So I'm always just like picking up different energies, like making sure everyone's happy and like having a good time. So I think it's cool, but sometimes it's definitely to a fault as well and gets me in my head a lot, for sure. Like, th- when the vibes are off, they're off. <laughs> like They're yeah, off, yeah. and it will affect me for the rest of the day. Yeah, exactly, for sure. I relate hard to that, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe you trying to make sure everybody is happy on your in your touring party could also relate to your Libra rising. Just wanting to keep, like, everything balanced and make sure everything's running smoothly. Yeah, totally. The Libra thing's funny because forever I was like, nah, I don't feel like I'm that much of a Libra. Like, I just don't really relate to that part of me. But then, especially like getting back into touring, I've realized like my need for like the balance and like peacemaking and just like keeping everyone happy. That's definitely like become a bigger part of my life now that I'm like touring more for sure. Nice. Okay, so let's talk about the Sagittarius EP what I guess like how is Sagittarius coming through um in the tracks yeah I mean like going into writing the EP I think like all my albums or EPs in the past have been about like other people or like my like experiences with other people like my last album was literally all about like a breakup and so going into writing this EP I was, it was like the first time in my life where as a songwriter, I was like, fuck everyone. Like I'm writing about myself and only me and it's going to be great. And so kind of going into the writing process at the beginning of the summer, I had to like do another like deep dive into myself when no one, nobody else was involved. You know what I mean? Like, and so it was the first time I got to like be selfish in the studio and just like write about me and my experience. And so as I started piecing the songs together, each one sort of started representing without really trying, I guess, like started representing a different like character trait about me, which through and through are all kind of Sagittarius traits. And yeah, it all just kind of made sense. I was like, oh, this album is me and I'm a Sag and I'm a fiery person. I'm a fire sign. And so it all just kind of like made sense after I wrote all of it. Yeah. I always, well, because my moon is in Sag, I always read that, like, it's what you emotionally, like, your needs or your desires, and it's always freedom that comes up. Um, mm-hmm. Does that, like, play into any of your songs on this? Totally. I think the biggest, like, energy that I've tried to, like, harness in making this is just, like, being unbothered, having no, like... um what's the word like boundaries within like genre or like like I'm not really scared to say anything in this EP which is fun um I think just the creative process in general was 
a very freeing thing for me because I feel like being in like the alt pop world, I feel like there's so many boxes that, and especially being a woman in the alt pop world, there are so many boxes that people try to like put you in, like whether it's genre wise or like the way you should look or the way you should act or dress or what type of instrumentation you should be using. And I think there's so many sick women in alt pop who've like come before me, who've like paved the way for me to now exist in a creative place where like genre literally does not exist anymore. And like people can make whatever type of music they want. And so going into this, I really tried to like dive into that. So like each song feels like very different. Like I have a song that's like a very much like a dance record. And then the next song is like literally just like drums and like very much inspired by like Neptunes and Pharrell. So like it all kind of is all over the place, which is very freeing, I guess. Yeah. It was fun. I'm looking forward to listening to it. Yeah. Thanks. Me too. I'm excited for it to, to all be done. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Do you, so do you play, you play instruments, right? Like you, we've read that you were trained in guitar and piano from a young age. Is that mm-hmm. like on display in this album? Yeah. I mean, growing up, my dad was in like punk bands throughout my whole childhood. So I was like surrounded by music constantly and like we had a band room in the house. So I just kind of naturally started gravitating towards piano and guitar and then started like, yeah, like classical training, like all throughout my childhood. And then now I don't know if my classical training has helped me at all, but I like to think it has, I guess, a bit like in the type of music that I make now. And now I'm just kind of like obsessed with bass lines. So I feel like I always try to incorporate like some cool ass bass lines into the songs. And um, yeah, I always try. It's funny whenever I'm in the studio, I always like try to record whatever the bass line is or guitar or piano. And I get so like I love playing songs live and playing instruments live. But in the studio, I always somehow manage to fuck it up. So I make my friends who produce it. They they play all the instruments on the records, but I play it live. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Well. I guess we could get started talking about some of these musicians that we want to look into their charts and yes. So I guess off the bat, we were we were looking them up and we're like, oh wow, they're all Sagittarius sons. Mm-hmm. Did you did you pick them because of that or? Yeah, I definitely did. Um, I think for me, I've always just like looked up to without realizing it really, like other Sagittarius artists, and I think. I feel like a lot of my favorite artists and a lot of creatives in general are, if they're not Sagittarius, they're at least like a fire sign. I think that's like a really big part of it is um, just having that like passion and that drive and that energy. So yeah, I'm excited to like dive into their actual charts and like see what's good because this is cool. Awesome. Yeah. So we will go like one by one, but just for listeners, you know, the three we're going to talk about are Jim Morrison, Miley Cyrus and Jimi Hendrix. So we thought be cool to maybe we'll, we'll sandwich Miley in there. We'll get the two, you know, classic rock bros on the ends um, and, then, Love it. and then go from there. So first up, let's uh, let's talk about Jim Morrison. So Jim, um, his big three are he we just said he's a Sag son, but then he has a Taurus moon and he's an Aquarius rising. Ooh, I'm excited to dive into this because I don't know many Tauruses or Aquariuses. So this is going to be cool. Awesome. Yeah. And like, you know, obviously, too, depending on like where those 
you know, signs show up in the chart, they can, you know, have slightly different meanings and things like that too. So, you know, you're, you're going to be familiar with the Sag Sun qualities, but, you know, I guess we could first talk about, you know, maybe his, like his Taurus moon. This like made sense to me because I don't know, just like being a fan of like the doors, like there's definitely this kind of, they could get really like rocky and explosive, but there's also just this kind of like chillness to their music that I think like tourists are usually like pretty like chill, like balanced, like people. Um, they're one of the earth signs. So there's like, you know, this, this groundedness uh, normally that, that will come across. And when you have a sign in your moon sign, it's generally like your, your subconscious, your id, it's kind of like your, your emotional, uh, I like to say gooey emotional center. Um, <laughs> so with, with Jim being like a tourist to me, that's like, makes a lot of sense. Just that kind of like cool, like cool guy, like, you know, easy going, but just like kind of effortlessly like cool. And like, maybe could sometimes be a little aloof, but it's just kind of like they're, they know what they like. Aesthetics are like a big thing for tourists where like it's ruled over by the planet Venus. So a lot of things about just like kind of presentation and um, vibe, like it, they're definitely like really keen on on how they like present themselves. I feel like that makes sense because he's just like a rock star through and through, and it's not like it's like not an act. Exactly. He was just like born a fucking icon. <laughs> I feel like that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, uh, Taurus can also be very sensual and like about all the five senses, but you know, with with Venus, there usually is that. Um, sexiness component i guess makes sense i feel like that music too like musically it all it's like aggressive and it's rock but the like groove of it all is very it feels like you're just like vibing exactly. in the garage like jamming with them yeah that's cool that's epic he also just like has the most like i feel like there's so, there's certain artists like that where like you're almost like were you born like did you even want to do this i feel like like you, I look at somebody like Jim Morrison or even like Hendrix and I'm like, you were born and like had to be like a rock star. Like this is just like, there was no other choice. Like that's what you were meant to do. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like they just like live and breathe it. It's really cool. Written in the stars, perhaps. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think too, just like another thing with not all tourists, but like there can be a tendency sometimes uh, again because of the Venus influence to be like kind of like hedonists and like really like kind of the things that they like and they enjoy like material things um Food. they can get like really carried away with that or like in his case like unfortunately like drugs and like partying right but that's also like obviously like such a rock star like thing in general but yeah i think his like just hedonism and like just like fuck it like kind of attitude might not always be the first association people have with like tourists but that it can be you know a big thing for them sometimes Makes sense. And then also, like, the Aquarius rising, um, your rising sign being, generally speaking, like, your social mask, kind of, like, how you present yourself to people that might not know you as well with, you know, artists a lot of the time. That can be, like, kind of your public persona in a way. Aquarius are kind of, again, just this very, like, kind of cool, collected kind of sign that are, a lot of the time, like, just the, like, beautiful weirdos. They're kind of just, like, I'm doing my own thing. I'm going to, like... Sometimes it can get like a little annoying, but I also respect that of like, I'm literally just 
you know, going to do my own thing. I don't really give a shit what the crowd's doing kind of thing. They're kind of like the, the hipster sign in a way. <laughs> the hipster <laughs> sign. I love that. I feel like that's so key though, especially to being like an artist or especially to being like a performer, like that energy of like, I don't give a fuck what anyone else thinks about this. Like I'm in a vibe and this is like my energy. Like sometimes I wish I could harness that more. Cause like being on stage and like, playing shows you're so I guess this is me though like being like a Pisces and a Libra is like overly sensitive to energy so if the crowd isn't vibing during a song I'm like oh shit like what and then I'm like thinking about ways to get them to vibe to the song so that is a cool trait to just be able to just like be in your own world and like let people take it or leave it like that's really cool that's a really good connection yeah I'm curious, Mm. like, is there a, like, if you can remember, like, when you were first coming to The Doors and Jim Morrison, was there, like, a song or, like, an album maybe that, like, kind of helped get you into them? Or was it kind of just, like, you just took them as, you know, a whole and were just, like, every song I'm listening to is sick? (laughs) I think it was, honestly, thanks to one of my exes, like, he just played The Doors, like, all the Mm. time. And I had obviously, like, known, like, the hit songs. I was like, okay, like, I know these songs. And then I just started, like, shuffling it, like, asking my Alexa to play the doors, like, around, like, while I was, like, cleaning the house. And I think just, like, the grit in his voice is just, like, crazy. And just, like, all the instrumentation. I think the reason I love it so much is because it is so rocky. But, again, it feels very, like, effortless and laid back. And, like, every member of the doors is, like, such a musician. And so it feels like you're just, like, listening to them just, like, jam. You're, like, in the room with them, which I think is why people just like gravitate towards the doors and still do to this day, even though it's however many years old, like at this point, like six years old, like that's crazy. It's still just, it's like everything about music. I feel like you just feel like you're in the room with them and like you can feel the energy that they felt while recording the songs like 50 years later, which is insane. Like a raw band through and through. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But as far as songs, if I'm a basic bitch, like People Are Strange is like one of the greatest songs ever. So. I don't know. I think I agree with you. I think that's a, a great one. Hey, that's a pretty Aquarius Aquarius rising song, I would say. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. Totally. For sure. I think something that always struck me about this band that I really appreciated is like their use of like organs and like making organs like fit with like you know rock music um obviously other bands have done that but to me that was something that like my ear just really gravitated towards that in a lot of their songs the organs are cool too because they sit in this like really like bouncy like pocket too like they'll be having this like kind of chill groove and then they're like playing these little organ riffs that just like give it this like bounce and they just sit within the like drums really well there's another artist who does that right now um Terry Presume, who has songs that like he just like will have like a groovy ass like drum thing and then like have this like little piano, like these little just like moments that just like fall so well into the entire production. It's really cool. I bet that's probably inspired a lot by the doors. Sweet. Yeah. I'm interested to check check them out. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, he's sick. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you want to say about Jim? I mean, he's an icon. I think that makes so much sense. Like, I guess It's funny because just in me making this like entire EP, I'm diving so hard into like Sagittarius world. And and as I'm getting closer to like wrapping this EP and like putting it out, I'm like, I need to stop being so selfish. I need to learn about the other signs. So this is like so cool for me. This is dope. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Happy, happy to help. 
<laughs> we we yeah, like definitely like when we you know we're starting the show and then after we've been very like doing our own personal you know astrology study very informal but just buying books that piqued our interest and such so so we could yeah, sound like we know what we're talking about I know this is great. I'm learning so much from y'all. This is epic. All right. Um, I guess we can move on to Miss Miley Cyrus. Yeah, let's My do fave. it. First of all, so did you watch Hannah Montana? Like, is that how you got introduced to her? Yeah, I was like, I'm the age of who like grew up with Hannah Montana. Yeah, yeah. she was my fave for sure. <laughs> That's cool. Okay. Well, as we know, she's a Sagittarius with a Scorpio moon and a Taurus rising. I feel like growing up, like with Hannah, everyone my age, I feel like who grew up being a fan of Hannah Montana, like when Miley did the like bangers era and like did the slid down the tongue at the VMAs or whatever. And like did all that. That was like the age where I was also rebelling. So it was like the perfect, like it was like a mirror. It was so just like, we all just got to grow up with Miley. It was really, really cool. And I feel like that is her being like such a Sag who just like didn't give a fuck about what anybody thought about her. She's like, this is how I'm growing up, like live with it or fuck off, which I thought was really, really cool. Totally. Yeah. She's very like showy person, you know, like performative, Mm -hmm. I guess, even when she's not actually performing. Um, So I feel like that's a Sag treat. But I'm curious about Scorpio mood. What do you think, Stefan? Yeah, I that makes a lot of sense to me. I mean, this is kind of just a general Scorpio vibe, but like just how like kind of like overtly like sexual she can be and just like owns it and just has this like I don't know, she's just like so entrancing and like hot and shit. And I just feel like that's that's like peak Scorpio. I guess when applied to like her moon, maybe she did start to like really push that more when she got like comfortable with herself. So she was like, Oh, my emotional center, my moon, you know, maybe she was more comfortable showing that once she felt like just more confident in herself. And then, you know, that Scorpio started to like work its way in there with, with the sad uh, sun. Right. I think that makes a lot of sense. I feel like growing up on like Disney too, she definitely had to like, I guess like hide that sort of like, sexual whatever side of her and i think like that must be crazy too to be she's so fiery and such like an intense person but then having to play this like cute little like character and so it makes so much sense why that whole like rebellion era of miley existed because that was her being like no like this is actually me now and like this is me growing up like yeah that's really cool exactly yeah and like you know, with Scorpio, some of some of the signs are ruled over by multiple planets. For Scorpio, they're ruled over by M- Mars, which is like the planet of like aggression, sex, desire. That's kind of where that overtly sexy stuff comes from. But then the other half of the other planet ruled it rules by is Pluto, which is like transformation, power, death, mm. rebirth, all of that kind of like the the like dark grim reaper stuff. So yeah to your point exactly like she reached a certain point where she was just like i want to kind of ditch the the nice girl like disney look and like really you know have this you know rebirth and you know show who i really am as like a woman and like own that i think building off the like rebirth thing too like i talked to a bunch of like people in music about her specifically but like a lot of artists who are in like gaga i wonder what gaga's signs are but like 
the ability to just like Miley's gone through like so many different like eras and like different looks and different vibes and now she's in like her rock era and like I'm so excited to see whatever's next but like artists who are able to just like stay so relevant because they continue to just like have like these sort of like rebirths I think that's like really that's so impressive to me and like Miley is a big person who's like done that it's been crazy definitely so when you just brought up Gaga I like quickly googled that Lady, Ga- mm-hmm. Lady Gaga is also a Scorpio moon, like Miley is. So that's really that weird so that you were sense. able to. Like, and pick that I feel up. like Miley, mm-hmm. like as she aged, she like kind of tapped into like a darker sensibility sometimes. Absolutely. And like 100%. also that's like what Gaga does. And yeah, I feel like that could be the Scorpio mm-hmm. moon coming through. That makes so that makes sense. so much sense. Wow. Yeah, the ability for like artists like that to be like, all right, like. I'm done with this era. Now let's create like an entirely different world. The music's going to sound completely different than whatever I did last. Like Gaga had like the Joanne album that was like (laughs) Mm -hmm. this like country chill. And then she went and did Chromatica, which is like pop dance. Like people who can do that and have all the visuals and aesthetics just like match that too. Like it's so, it's really, really cool. And her teaming up with uh, Tony Bennett is like, random yeah like that's so epic (laughs) and that was like such an era yeah she's so iconic all right so what do you think about taurus rising yeah i mean back to kind of some of the things that i mentioned before like with just presentation and style and looks like molly's whatever like era she's in she definitely pays attention to kind of what her wardrobe is and it's almost like this additional thing she's saying outside of the music is just like I'm, you know, gonna, especially with a lot of the outfits, I love when she teams up with uh, the Flaming Lips. If you've like ever seen any of those like photos or concert concert mm-hmm. footage of them performing together, she just wears these like absolutely outrageous rock star like outfits with them that are like super psychedelic and wacky. And I feel like not that all tourists are wacky, but again, just that presentation, that that really keen look about like how I'm presenting myself is like a big part of, you know, my artistic expression, you know, in addition to the, just the music itself. Um, that's like always been a, a thing I've really like respected about her. That's cool. I feel like the, so wait, is a tourist thing. They're like very like visual, yes. like in like artful. Yeah. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So uh, that's cool. Yeah. With Venus ruling over Taurus, it's like the attract, you know, the planet of attraction, love, beauty, um you know just whatever's pleasing the senses yeah, yeah. exactly oh, that's right. i also that makes i just quickly sense. looked up um because i love the flaming lips uh wayne cohen's a capricorn but he has a sagittarius moon so maybe Ooh, they maybe good. their sagittarius energy is what brought them together <laughs> probably that makes so much sense yeah yeah that's crazy i wonder i don't know if i have any placements at all in taurus but like i'm about to look hold on i'm curious yeah, none. I wish. I don't have any I wish either. I was that visually, like, inclined. But it's, be- but it's like, because we're born at the end of the year. So it's like ugh. most of the planets aren't going to be in that season, I guess. Uh, it could be like the sense. rising changes with every, you know, very quickly. So it, you could be a Taurus rising at any time of year. But right. Uh, yeah, I don't have I don't have too much uh, Earth energy in my chart. <laughs> I also don't have any Taurus. I have a lot of Capricorn, but I don't. I also mm. don't have any Taurus placements. So that's interesting that all three of us don't. Um, mm. 
I think though a lot of the times people will be attracted to people that don't have things that, that they have in their chart. It's like a kind of, you know, completing the puzzle type type deal. Um, mm-hmm. Like I don't have a lot of like fire energy in my chart. I am an Aries moon and I, I feel that hard, but like I don't really have a lot of fire energy outside of that. And like a lot of my friends are fire signs. A lot of people that I'm just like naturally like good friends with or like are attracted to or like fire signs a lot of the time <laughs> that makes sense it's like that's how i feel about like because I, I feel like i lean so hard into like being a fire sign and because it's like a performer thing like sometimes it's to a fault where i'm like all right i need to like let myself chill for a sec so i like surround myself with a lot of water signs which helps me like chill out you know yeah yeah, I feel that. Well, you connected with the right people because both Amy and I are water mm-hmm. signs. Devin. And we have fire moons. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, guys. Um, fucking works. I love that. We, our thing on this podcast is we like to call water signs. We're water gang. So I guess you could apply that wow. to any of the element families, but you know, you're fire gang. Water gang. <laughs> fire gang, but I'm definitely like water gang <laughs> heart for sure. Definitely Wait. with the Pisces moon. I think you're honorary water sign for that, for sure. For sure. Honorary water That's going to make yeah, you sure. feel real fucking hard as we've discussed. Yeah. <laughs> for real. Yeah. Um, Taylor, um, when you look back on like uh, people you've dated, do is there like a pattern in terms of like what their sun signs are? Um... There really isn't, which is scary to me. I'm like, hmm, like I'm just attracted to like all different types. I mean, like what type of sign is a Capricorn? That was like, okay, a Capricorn broke my fucking heart and I don't know how, but (laughs) what is Earth? Because I don't really have a lot of Earth signs in my chart either. Earth is very what, like grounding, like grounding, I guess, supposedly level headed. There can be like kind of just this like rigidity they can be stubborn yeah um like big they're big rules rules people but not necessarily in like in terms of like rules like with the law but like rules in terms of like systems and like being very methodical about like there's one way to do something and like you know having trouble changing their mind if they you know think that they're like they're definitely the most like um you need, I think you need earth sign friends because they're really good at planning. They're really good at like actually executing on things and like being there to like provide like stability, like in their friend groups or families and stuff like that. And they can help bring that us down sense. to earth, our, our emotional asses. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. But then also sometimes they're cold as hell because they're just like all like logic, logic, logic. Like, yeah. That's probably why it didn't work because I'm like fiery as hell. Like I need to be like running around like a crazy person and they want to be like grounded. And then at the same time, I'm also extremely emotional. I don't just don't think it was the right. Yeah. yeah. It was I not think, the right Yeah, pairing. Earth signs like to be homebodies, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes For sense. For the most part, I would agree with that too. Yeah. And also Capricorns are so, are always work driven or that's always what you read about them, that they're, they're really focused on their work and, becoming you know leveling up i guess <laughs> before we move on from miley though i was curious like do you have a era of hers or an album of hers that like is kind of like your favorite i mean i know you're probably partial to the hannah montana stuff just because that was like you know your intro to her and yeah. you know your childhood all the nostalgia around that but like are you like a bangers you know loyalist bangers yeah all <laughs> bangers all the For way sure. like that 
was so bold for that time. Like that was mm-hmm. so sick. Mm-hmm. Like I was living for the bangers era for sure. That makes sense. That, that I feel like had a really big impact at the time on like just pop music in general. Like people were like, oh shit. Okay. This is the new sound. Everyone's going to try to like bite off now. <laughs> It was incredible. And the visuals for all of it, too, like what you're saying about the Taurus thing, like when I say bangers, like all of you guys probably envision like what that whole like aesthetic was or even like the Dead Pets era she did. Like you can see like the glitter all over her face. Like it was all she had like such strong, very like memorable visuals to represent like each of her eras, which is really, really cool. That's a great point. Another another Taurus thing for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. All right. Cool. We will, I guess, move on to the other 27 Club member. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. I did not realize that. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Who is Sag with a cancer moon. And he's Sagittarius mm. rising, too. So that means he's like super Sag. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I was reading, I mean, obviously, I know Jimi Hendrix is like a legend, but going into this podcast, I was like, I should read like a little more about him, like to know what's good. And he was like, just so for the time, like in the 60s, like he did not give a flying fuck, which I think is like very sad of him. And just like kind of just like marched to the beat of his own drum, like from start to finish, which I think is really cool. Definitely. I think too, like, a very clear Sagittarius thing that he displayed was like, he was like, and I don't blame him at all. He was kind of like, fuck America. I'm going to go over to England and like do my thing over there. And audiences really picked up on it. And I think I'd say that because Sagittarius, it's like a big like travel sign. Like there's kind of just this wanderlust thing that, you know, can, can be a big thing. I don't know if you feel that, but like that they're always just trying to like travel and like home is kind of like where they are, not necessarily like where they're from. I feel that super hard. Yeah. I think a lot of artists probably like feel that way of just like, yeah, you have, I guess you have to figure out ways to make home feel like, like make anywhere feel like home, but also like just the need for like, yeah, just constantly moving. Like whenever I'm in LA for more than like two months, I'm like, I need to get out of here and like go somewhere else. (laughs) Yeah. I feel that. Oh yeah. And I think traveling is like a huge Sagittarius trait as well. Exactly. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, totally. Also, like, I guess just like even in his song lyrics, he's like uh, acknowledging fire energy, you know, let me stand next to your fire. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know of any other ones that might. I mean, I, what came to mind for me first was like Purple Haze. Like, <laughs> you got to spark up, you know? True, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you think he was into astrology? Like, I love that. That actually is so funny that all of that is like, yeah. I cool. mean, he might have been. It was like pretty, you know, it was going through a time during the 60s as well. Right. And that's like 60s, 70s is when people were kind of talking about it more. And Right, exactly. So it's very possible. I don't know. I feel like I was reading that he did like pulled some, I feel like this is dumb that I just learned this, but um, like the Woodstock shit that he pulled mm-hmm. where he like played at like 8am, like the day after to like close it out. Like that to me is very much like the, it's cool. Cause he's a Sag son. And then you said Sag rising, yeah. which is yeah. like the ego, like how you present yourself. Like you can just tell like through and through, he's just like, very like performative like he's like i'm gonna make a statement and like do whatever i need to do to like make a statement and like be iconic which makes a lot of sense because that's exactly what didn't he, did. he like set a guitar on fire or like did some kind of like really? I, I thought there was like some yeah. kind of like conjuring thing he did he did with, like yeah he did. 
I think that was at uh, there. That was that performance. I think so. Um, Sick. I've watched like fucking boomers are going to listen to this and be like, I can't believe that was at a different show, but whatever. (laughs) We could, we could, we'll put it in post if we're wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but he did at um, one point, and it's very iconic, the footage of, yeah, he lit a guitar on fire and was like, fuck yeah. Um, so, like, fire sign, I love. Totally. I mean, yeah, that's even just looking at some of, like, other than just the song titles, like, one of his albums, Axis, Bold as Love, I'd say one of the adjectives for Sagittarius is definitely bold. So, like, even just there, it's, like, very apparent. Even just looking towards his, like, style, he, like, never shied away from just, like, blending in. Like, he definitely wanted to be seen as, like, kind of the psychedelic Jesus, I feel like. <laughs> totally. That's per- psychedelic <laughs> Jesus. That makes so much I sense. Mean, That's perfect. He very well could have been. Yeah. yeah. And also, yeah, that makes me wonder if he was, like, into some occult stuff or, like, into, you know, being witchy or whatever. If he's, like, you know, going like this over a flaming guitar. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like, yeah. It wouldn't <laughs> yeah, surprise me sure. at all if he was. Even just, yeah, some of the artwork looking at, you know, different albums, like I mentioned, that Axis, Are You Experienced? I mean, even just that as a title is, like, very, like, okay, you've done in psychedelics before, my man. Are you experienced? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Exactly. That's so epic. Um, oh, he's such an icon. Yeah, the fashion is really, really cool, too. Like, for that time, like that's fucking epic. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just looking. No, at no, it. no. Of course, <laughs> no. I'm doing the same stuff. thing. Um, yeah, I mean, he, oh, yeah. He, he really was a trailblazer too, and 100 percent a trailblazer. We there's even just straight up. He has a song just called Fire. Just nice. That's the song title. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's. I think I, he probably was. He was in tune. With Jimmy the, knew what yeah. was up. For he was sure, connected for to sure. the astral plane. Yeah, 100 <laughs> percent. I do want to mention, you know, we obviously were just talking a lot about Sagittarius. He's a Cancer moon. So, like, similar to you in the sense of, like, when, I feel like when anyone has a water, because Cancer is one of the other water signs, like Pisces mm-hmm. is. When you have a water moon, you have this, like, connection towards vibes, towards, like, other people's energy, like you are saying. But it's also, I feel like, kind of a curse in that it can just make you, like, feel people's pain like when it's not really like your problem and you can like feel guilty mm. and like just like it's it's such this like it's the best thing and the worst thing simultaneously so i feel like that could have contributed a bit to like just you know him dying young is just like that yeah. it was like it was so much of that like feeling and like over feeling that like maybe it was it was a little too much to to handle that makes a lot of sense. I feel like, too, being, like, that big of an artist, you're kind of taking on the world's problems because you're, like, writing from that kind of, like, perspective. So that does make so much sense. I feel like even, like, today as an artist, like, all of artists have a job to, like, to, like, represent the feelings that everyone else is feeling but, like, can't maybe necessarily, like, articulate. So that does make sense, like, kind of just, like, to a fault, like, taking over, like everyone's feelings to the point of it just getting like so overwhelming definitely and cancer it's ruled over by the moon the moon is is that so it's dom it's called domicile when like a a sign occurs in the planet that rules it so that's like kind of epitome like that's the most moon sign that you can have is cancer i feel like because yeah (laughs) and so so you're obviously a very emotional person and 
you can get, I mean, especially him, he was probably pretty overwhelmed by it by the time, you know, he was 27. Also just like that level of fame and like being that iconic, that young, like he's like 27, like your twenties, you still have no clue what's going on most of the time. So that must've been insane. Also cancer is a cardinal sign, which -hmm. means that they're like naturally tend toward being leaders. Um, that so that is definitely Jimmy. They're the they're yeah, the boss bitches of the uh, zodiac, the cardinal signs. Jimmy was a boss bitch. <laughs> That's the quote of the day. <laughs> I love that. There you go. Yeah, it, Twitter's gonna love that one. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy was a boss. Bitch. <laughs> cool. I guess uh, Taylor. Is there anything else? Just like memories or any other like stories or anecdotes about about Jimmy? You would mm-hmm. you would want to share? I guess just like growing up, I mean, I'm 23. So like, I feel like most 23 year olds, we don't know a bunch about Jimi Hendrix other than just like the fact that he's a household name and is like so iconic. I think that like, for me, like my biggest memory of like Hendrix is just like growing up in a musical family. Like every Sunday morning, my dad would just like be like spinning records and would be like talking to me about whatever we were listening to that day. And I just grew up a bunch. Just he would, he would be like, dude, his guitar playing. Like, are you paying attention, Taylor? Like, and would just have me like listen to a bunch of Hendrix, just like shredding all over guitar on like Sunday morning. So I think that's like, I guess just like my earliest memories of listening to Hendrix would be that and i had a cat actually growing up named hendrix Aww. we had two we had a cat named hendrix after jimmy hendrix and a cat named joplin after janice joplin nice. so hendrix was a big part of our household for sure love Those that last cats yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> they were very cute <laughs> that's awesome and it sounds like you clearly had like some really good uh you know influences through through your dad um that he was able to kind of put you on to to the right stuff so that's yeah it's it's not common you know to have like a dad who rocks and then you you know you just like you're like i want to too and yeah Yeah. (laughs) exactly no it's definitely a cool like upbringing having just my parents like going to rock shows and then like yeah i feel like they growing up like every record they would put on was like a like i was in class or something like they would be like listen to this you're gonna want to know this when you're older i promise and it works yeah, for i sure. was just gonna say clearly it worked so that's good yeah hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure i feel like i learned so much during this this is great <laughs> this is like perfect because i've been so like into just like my big three mm-hmm. that this is so fun learning about like others because i do really surround myself with a lot of like sag and pisces and like for the most part and so like it's cool that i got to like learn about the other signs this was fun of course i'm so glad to hear that and another thing i'll throw out there too is like we had just mentioned that um about like cardinal signs are like the are like the boss bitch signs some of the other they call them the modalities are fixed so those are kind of like the stubborn signs and, and that's then, that's taurus scorpio aquarius and leo right and then, and then the third category of the modalities is they're the mutable signs. So that's Sagittarius is one, Virgo, Gemini, and then Pisces. Got so it. those are the go, the go with the flow kind of social chameleons can kind of really are great team players because they're really adaptable to like the other signs and like knowing where they fit in and things like that. That makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like the social thing is funny, too, like, with my signs, like, 
I think the Libra in me and like the Sag in me, and I guess the Pisces too. I am a very like extroverted person, but I don't know where in my chart it would be or where it would lie. But like deep down, I feel like I'm such an introvert and I just like love being alone, but I'm really like a good conversationalist. But like at the same time, I love to just like go into my own world. I wonder like what part of my chart that's from. I mean, it could be your moon. I would say. Yeah. Right. Like the Pisces thing. Yeah. I can be pretty extroverted, but I add that up more towards my Aries moon, my fire moon. Yeah, Pisces can be, like, literally the, like, kid in the corner that's, like, drawing on their hand and, like, not paying attention and, like, doing their right. doing their own thing. Okay, so, like, that's me deep down. Yeah. But then, like, the Libra is social, the Sag yeah. is, like, social. Yeah. So those are, like, the outward. Exactly. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It's a good balance, though, to have, I feel like. No, totally. Yeah. Trippy. <laughs> So another, you know, part of the pod, Taylor, we, uh, you know, we're a music show. Obviously, we like to just check in with our guests, each other about just like, is there anything you've been listening to that you want to recommend to folks? Does It could be anything, anything new, old, it doesn't really matter. Ooh, yeah. Like just one song? Whatever. It could be like, hey, I'm really jamming on this one album or there's this new single I heard. That's cool. Like whatever, whatever you want to mm-hmm. talk about that you've been enjoying. Yeah, I mean, I just got off of tour for a month. So on tour, I'm really into just like albums, like listening all the way through. Mm-hmm. So on this last run, I lis- I think I listened to The Bends by Radiohead like probably like 10 times just all the way through. I love that. I think it's such a, it's just so good because I feel like it's such an emotional album. And I think each song kind of covers like every possible kind of like energy or feeling. So that's been like, one that's been on repeat for me. But as far as like new music, I've been listening to a lot of Dora Jar. She's really sick. She has a song called Polly that's really, really awesome. I think I know her for sure. I, I would have to look at, maybe it's that song you just mentioned, but she's definitely come up yeah. in my like algorithm before, you know? Online. Yeah, she's cool. I think she was like on tour. She's been on tour, I think, with like Billie Eilish opening for okay. her. So like it's a cool, it's a really cool vibe. She's cool. That's sick. Amy, how about you? Um,. I've been listening to the new Carly Rae Jepsen album that came out on Friday. I still need to listen to that. Is it's it pretty good. I mean, like, I can see, I can say it's not maybe as good as her previous one or the one before that, but it's still, it's still growing on me. You know, I'm still kind of taking it in. But there's some good songs on it for sure. I saw her at Radio City Music Hall uh, at the end of September. And that was just a crazy show. Like, it was just like the girls and the gays were just like. <laughs> Living. ascending yeah <laughs> i was like amazing. getting goosebumps throughout it it was like really i've never really had such an experience at a concert so oh my god that that's epic yeah. that means it was yeah, really, it was really, really that's good. dope um that's and then cool. i'll just throw out another one who's lesser known um i've been listening to this like ambient uh electronic album uh called heaven come crashing by rachika nayar um and it's just like really nice like yeah, it kind of sounds like Tycho almost, but like, I don't know, a little weirder. Hmm. I'm about to listen to that today. That's dope. <laughs> yeah. I'm into and that. And we always like to uh, remind our listeners, like, when anything we talk about on the show, we'll link out to it in the show notes. So whatever podcast app people are using right now, just go into the episode notes and we'll have links to like these songs or if we talk about an album, whatever it might be. On my end, I have been listening to a lot of Willow. <laughs> she like put out a new album a few weeks ago, and I, I've liked her before, but I feel like this this album that just came out, it's like really like 
one of the best examples of like modern like pop punk like torch bearing pop punk that like is I've I haven't been able to stop listening to it. It's really good. I'm pretty sure um, Travis Barker had like a big hand in producing it. He's worked with her before, but this go around, I think they like really found like the perfect sweet spot of like just I'm like this is 2006 all over again. I'm I'm loving it. <laughs> that's epic i feel like when artists now can because i feel like so many like pop punk is so in right sure, now so, so sure. everyone's doing yeah. it so if you can like nail it and make it feel like authentic and cool like the fact that travis barker was like like a part of that it's probably so epic i need to listen i think too she has like such a like good and dynamic voice that honestly she could probably do any genre that she wanted but i think it's sick that like she's and she plays guitar and she shreds but like her voice is just so good for the genre and in particular she really knows she's so rad she's like very she's she's another example of someone who can like change like and do different eras and like make diff- like have different sounds and di- like jump genres and stuff she's really cool I, I i totally agree now i'm just so curious i have to just like look quick on like I know. oh okay yeah. cool so she's a she's a scorpio son her birthday is halloween actually that's sick nice. um that's she's a capricorn moon and a gemini rising oh that's a that's um, a combo huh mm. yeah I feel like the what we were just talking about with her being dynamic and like chameleon, like that's a Gemini trait for sure. So that that adds up for me there. Didn't she like um, cut her hair because she didn't want to like whip it anymore? And like her dad. Oh, got yeah. Mad. yeah, yeah, I think so. I feel. Bad I mean, for not her, like recently, having those parents. Like... <laughs> yeah, she's hardcore. She's like she seems so. Just for, like, growing up in the public eye, again, in the same way, like, Miley did, I guess. She seems so just, like, intelligent and so in tune with herself, which I feel like is hard with that life, you know? Mm -hmm. No, that's a really good point. The other thing, too, I would say for, like, newer stuff that's just been on my repeat playlist is, like, the new, um, the 1975 album. I've really been feeling that a lot. I generally like them, but I think this... 1975 smacks. This is a great great album and that guy the their lead singer we've actually he's been a topic before i believe he's an aries son he's so funny like if you're looking for like a funny tw- follower on twitter like he just says like outrageous things he's hilarious really? yeah oh i need to check it out he's funny i've been he's been popping up on my tiktok so much because of all the promo he's doing for the the new album and he's hilarious he's funny there's this tweet actually about astrology that i'm i'm pretty sure i um i sent like to amy and devon i'm trying to find it right now but i think it was basically like he's like aries aries son this taurus moon that like just show me your tits like who cares (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious what a mood that's funny I, I have yet to listen to that album. I'm so weird with new albums. I'm the same way with the Taylor Swift album where like when they come out, I like build it up in my head so much, like the experience of listening to it for the first time. Like I want to be like a little high. Sure. I want to like be like in this setting and I haven't had time. So I like have not listened to any of it because I want to be able to like sit down and like experience the whole album from like start to finish. But now all my friends are like this song, have you heard this? And I'm like, no, I still haven't had my own little private listening party, but I'll get there. Yeah. That's that's really interesting to hear you say, because like, I don't want to, um, 
stereotype Gen Z, but at the same time, in my head, I think that most Zoomers are just very, like, single-focused and, like, what they find on playlists, mm. like, I feel like it's become less and less of a thing, and the industry contributes to this, of that, like, albums aren't as, like, uh, held to the same, like, you know, degree of... Uh, importance as like they were you know 20 30 years ago when like the album was like the thing well it's because of spotify but she's she's a musician so exactly understands that that albums are you know a start to finish piece of art yeah i feel like everyone even myself like my attention span just with like tiktok and everything has gotten so short even with music Mm. which is terrifying and so like any chance i can to like fully like in the way you would sit down and like watch a movie like any chance you can to just like fully dive into a world is great for me and also it like is how i would love for people to listen to my music even though it's probably not the case you know so yeah we try well they will with this new ep Yes, hopefully. <laughs> it's got, it's yes, a concept. Sure. It is a there concept. I'm very, very excited. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, the only other thing we wanted to ask you, Taylor, was just in terms of we like to play our guests off on like a song of theirs. Is there like a song maybe mm-hmm. from the, the new EP or maybe just one of your classic joints that uh, you would want people to hear on the show? It would be very fun if you guys played Into My Body. Okay. It comes out in a couple of days. It feels very much like a sad, fiery song. It's about like me being like feeling very out of body and like caught up in my own head, which is a very, I guess, like Pisces kind of oversync Libra type thing. But then it's about like finding ways to get back into my body and like feel like myself. And it's also like definitely just like a masturbation song, which I feel like is <laughs> very like sexual, like sad. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like it represents all three of like all of my big three in different ways for sure. Awesome. That's awesome. Okay. Can't wait to hear it. Yeah. yeah. Epic. So Thank you. Um, yeah. And in terms of people just keeping up with you, do you want to um, just have them follow you on social media, go to your website, like plug your, your things. Oh, I love a good plug. Thank you. Um, just Upsall Music everywhere. U-P-S-A-H-O. Very weird spelling. But yeah, that's me. Most dope. Right? Well, well, thank you so much for coming on. This was an awesome conversation. Had a lot of fun with you. This was yeah. so fun. So I like much. never get to do fun interviews. This is <laughs> fucking great. I don't recognize the girl that I see on the screen looking mean. I don't Wanna call my friends so I'm home being lonely instead uh, What if I can't be loved? What if I'm not enough? Kicking myself when I get down What if I can't get up? What if I'm always stuck? And who can I ever trust? Spiral again out of my head I, I wanna get used to my body And then my skin do the talking I wanna feel like I'm myself again I wanna get used to my Get into my body.
Serotonin passing to my 